You are listening to An Ounce, Season 4, Episode 44, Orphan Trains. Take a moment with An Ounce, a podcast providing thought-provoking anecdotes tailored with you in mind. I'm Jim Fugate, and it's my privilege to share An Ounce with you. Life in the United States is amazing. I know that in this day and age, there are many who might disagree for one reason or another, and it is true that this society falls short of perfection. There were times in the past when things were different, when the culture was different than what we know now, when things happened in the past that we might look at by today's norms with amazement or disapproval. Well, it's important to view them cautiously and without the lens, values, and expected norms of today's society. Otherwise, we might miss the gems we can learn in critical judgment of a culture of the past. And at the risk of sounding like your grandpa telling you how good you've got it compared to how it was in his day, I'm going to share a story with you, a true story of something that happened in the United States that might be considered today quite shocking. We know that mortality rates were higher in the late 19th and early 20th century than they are now. This was a huge issue for families who needed a provider. Disease was a greater challenge. Working conditions were tough. And the social safety net had huge holes in it. Unless you were lucky enough to be in privileged circumstances, and sometimes even when you were, it was not at all uncommon for younger and middle-aged parents to pass, leaving young children. Children also got a tough break because of the economics of the past. Parents who became disabled were not able to find steady employment that could support a family. Single parents had a really hard time getting along and taking care of kids, especially when there was no family nearby to help. And this was a common issue for recent immigrant families. Orphanages, mostly in the large towns and cities, were often overcrowded, and a child raised up in an orphanage didn't have much of a chance of getting ahead. Without someone who was able and willing to take on more kids and care for them, the kids got the short end of the stick. They would often end up dead from malnutrition, disease, or accidents, and they often had to turn to crime just to survive. To help remedy the difficult circumstances faced by hundreds of thousands of children, someone got an innovative idea. Someone with a good heart and a sincere concern for those kids made an impossible decision, one that would give these kids a chance. Out in the middle and western part of the country, there were a lot of big families. Big families were often a real advantage in an agrarian economy. There might be more mouths to feed, but even those who were very young could help make it work. So, in 1854, the first orphan train loaded up to move children out of the filth and poverty of the big cities to what might hopefully become a much better life. Each child was given a case or a bag with a set of clothing, one regular set and one set of church clothes. Each passenger car had an attendant or two to keep an eye on the kids, but the kids had to leave everything else behind, though there are a few stories of youngsters smuggling a toy or a ragged stuffed animal along on the ride. Every now and again, the train would stop at a prearranged location one where they would have some publicity and coordination done ahead of time to bring interested people together. The children would get into their church clothes 
and get off the train to be presented to the folks who had traveled from miles around to see if there might be a child or two they'd like to claim as their own. The kids were often asked to sing or perform for their curious potential new parents, and one by one, sometimes siblings together, were picked out of the bunch, and the train traveled on. In many cases, it worked out well. The youngsters got a chance to become part of family, but not always. Caseworkers would visit the homes of the families who took the train orphans in to see how they were getting along. Sometimes the kid was more than the parents could handle. In other cases, the hopeful parents were not at all suitable caretakers, and the kids were packed up and moved again. From the first orphan train out of the station in 1854 until the last one in 1929, there were up to 200,000 children relocated. It was not a perfect answer to this difficult challenge. There were real problems, even tragedies, but overall it worked out well for the children and the families they became a part of. The practice of loading orphans onto a train and sending them out into the country for a chance at a better life probably prevented more tragedies than it caused. Opinions about the tough choice to create the orphan trains will be all over the map. Like a Monday morning armchair quarterback, it's pretty easy to judge what happened and insist maybe something else would have been better. Who really knows? There is no way to calculate the number of lives that were made better or worse by loading orphans and abandoned children onto a train and sending them west. So, here's the answer. Tough situations often require tough choices. Can you imagine loading a three-year-old onto a train? for a trip lasting a week or more, going to a completely unknown location and unknown situation? Can you imagine a setting where the circumstances were so dire, the chance of having any kind of decent life, or even surviving, were so bad that loading a child onto a train going any place away from here was their best chance? But life is like that. The choice is made. The consequences are not always known. Was it better to do nothing instead of something? I found most folks usually make the best choices they can based on the situation they find themselves in at the time. Well, except for the complete fools. <laughs> we may not understand or agree with those choices. We may even consider them to be complete fools, but do we really know? Everyone deserves a chance. Everyone will need a mulligan. None of us will get it right every time. After all, aren't we all complete fools every once in a while? And that's it. An ounce submitted for your consideration. Thank you for listening to another great episode of An Ounce. I'm betting you know some folks who would enjoy this podcast too. So share the love. Please like, follow, and share. And we'll catch you next time with a new minute measure of wisdom from An Ounce. Hey, check out our YouTube videos at youtube.com forward slash at an ounce podcast. That's youtube.com forward slash at symbol an ounce podcast.